0: A dear friend of mine recently brought to my attention the concept of aïuchi and aïnuke, that I had not seen for quite some time. I thought it was a good opportunity for me to share my understanding of these two words. Uchi means to strike, like in the shomen uchi that any aikidoka will remember, probably from their first class. Nuke means to go through. As such, in the situation of a sword fight between two samurais, Ayuchi will represent a situation where both swordsmen are striking mutually, about the same pace, the same place also, and the same strength. Ainuke, on the other hand, can be sometimes seen in kendo encounters, where the two opponents are crossing one another like trains on their respective railway, but nothing happens, because no one has found any opening. In the first case, both samurais have been equally wounded and will likely both die, which is why ayuchi is often translated as mutual kill. As for Ainuke, it is also a source of frustration because, essentially, nothing happened. Hence, both terms represent perfect symmetry and the impossibility to get the upper hand. In the Japanese culture, this perfect symmetry is not bearing a positive connotation at all. This is where we need to get into the depth of the matter. There's a striking contrast between, on the one hand, the Western culture, where symmetry is very appreciated and often researched, and on the other hand, the Japanese culture where symmetry is usually to be avoided and not appreciated at all. In Japan, asymmetry, which is the absence of symmetry, is what is seeked permanently. Ikebana is a good example. You will never see a flower arrangement that is symmetrical. Any teacher from the first class will tell you that there should always be a branch higher or lower than another one that there should always be something to lopside the equilibrium so that it does not look symmetrical. A bonsai will never be symmetrical. A Japanese garden will always receive a great amount of work in making sure that it appears asymmetrical. What a contrast with, for example, the French garden à la Le Nôtre, where everything was done to achieve perfect balance and symmetrical perspective. The Japanese society is extremely uncomfortable with equality. In Japan you are always higher or lower than someone else. Men are higher than women, elder are higher than younger, customers higher than supplier, a teacher will be higher than his students, etc., etc. This is why in a Japanese meeting, for example, as a foreigner you may be you may be surprised to see how long your japanese counterpart will study your business cards very thoroughly until he finds your title because this will help him to determine where you are in the hierarchy and will define everything including the way to speak to you you don't speak to someone higher than you in the same way you speak to someone lower than you in japanese your voice pitch will be higher Your words and your sentences will be longer, your conversation will need to appear a bit more hesitant. No symmetry. Never. So, in a fight, everything will be made to give you an edge. This is what I call the extra inch. To be one inch closer to your opponent, one inch higher, one inch deeper, Your utmost responsibility is to create the sense of asymmetry. As the samurai say goes, if you cut my skin, I will cut your flesh. If you cut my flesh, I will cut your bone. Always that extra inch. Again, this is a stark contrast with our European culture where we have this image of the musketeer fighting, one dropping his sword and the other one telling him, pick you up your sword, monsieur, in an attempt to keep it a fair fight. In Japan, it is the other way around. Everything will be done to create a sense of imbalance so that one of the opponents can get the upper edge on the other one. In his famous fight, sword duel, opposing Miyamoto Musashi to Sasaki, the former uses any element to gain advantage even before the fight begins. They meet on the beach of a deserted island, and Musashi manages to have the sun in his back so that his opponent is troubled by the light. And when Sasaki, full of anger, throws the scabbard of his sword on the ground, Musashi ironically comments, You throw it because you know you're not going to need it anymore. Any element that will contribute to giving an edge is leveraged, whether physical, psychological, or other. This is what explained the great success of Yaido. When Hayashizaki Jinsuke Shigenobu developed a technique where he could strike directly in the same move as he drew his sword out of the scabbard, he got a decisive advantage and his technique became immensely successful because it gave the adept a decisive advantage not to have to uncheese the thought before cutting. Okay, now that we have said that, why is Ainuke then often considered in Aikido to be the ultimate level to attain? After all we said about asymmetry, why would we suddenly consider a symmetrical position to be paramount? The reason is very simple, yet very profound. Where there is a perfect equality between two opposing forces, there is equilibrium, a balance of forces. One could argue that two nations that have nuclear power will never be at war precisely because they know that there is no asymmetrical situation and that their opponent can hit back as powerfully as they can hit. Wouldn't this balance of tension be the most formidable way to ensure peace? The Romans already said that 12,000 years ago, civis pacem parabellum, if you want peace, prepare for a war. This is what the spiritual side of Aikido shows to us. That Ainuke is the most advanced way to promote peace by neutralizing violence under the balance of power. When your opponent does not find any openings in you, and you know that you don't want to defeat your opponent, this is ultimate peace. However, and this is a big however, before being able to reach the state of Ainuke, unfortunately, one has to accept to be in ayuchi position, which is the other symmetrical position where both samurai will die. Ayuchi is the preliminary phase of fainuke, the process in progress, the making off, if you will. This means that before being able to keep everyone alive, one must accept that everyone may die. It is a paradox. It is what makes Aikido a supremely advanced discipline from the point of view of personal development by requiring that one may be ready to die before being able to live. But isn't this a metaphor of life anyway? So many people are afraid to really live the life they want. Because of that, they refrain. They refrain to live their dream, they refrain to tell someone they love, refrain to change jobs, refrain to leave their country. At the end, they die anyway without having lived at all. To quote Paulo Coelho, the Brazilian author of The Alchemist, if you think adventure is dangerous, try routine. It is lethal. So accepting to die is the necessary step to reach the level where we can really live. Accepting Ayuchi is a necessary condition to one day, maybe, reach the level of Ainuke, the ultimate stage of peace, where no one can nor wants to attack anyone anymore.